Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy distance professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where today we're talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from May the 7th, 1988. I'm sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Hopper. Don't complain. It's not that you didn't get a show last week. It's just that you got a show a week early. You got two in one week. So technically, the streak is not broken, and you can blame the idiot producer, which is myself, for dropping the show a week early. But anyway, I'm sitting here with Doc and Hardbody Hopper. Y'all do not want to know the discussion we were having right before we were recording, but how are you doing, Doc? Well, that just broke up real bad. Some people are cleaning that up on the other side. Anyway, uh, so you're now proving what I've been telling the people for four years now, four and a half years, is that you're a moron and you're just proving me right. But hey, you know what? I saw a lot of patrons out there go, hey, it doesn't matter, man. Content is content. So uh, digital platforms, content is king, quite frankly, and all right. Mm-hmm. Doing, I'm doing good, Mike. We're blessed here. We're about ready to start football season. Uh, I think y'all think y'all are going to go 16-0. and 0. I'm going to go 16-0. and 0. And, hey, if we have enough time at the end of the night, maybe we can go through our uh, fantasy football draft we had last week with just the three of us. Maybe yeah. go over our roster. Maybe go over our roster. Yeah. Talk about, you know, maybe do some live on-air trading and talk about, you know, who we got and who we took a reach on. None of us drafted, so I have no clue what you're talking about. Hopper, how are you? I'm doing great, Michael. How are you? How, how are you doing? Brother? Did you watch the right episode this week, Harper? I think so. It was like an hour long. Yeah, buddy. Them Yeah. God bless Dale Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, just because they lost 97 games that year doesn't mean they're still not our, <laughs> cha- our, our champions. <laughs> Doc, Uh, tell the people, whenever you, I mean, we've said this before, but I think it bears repeating. Tell the people when there is a hour-long episode and not hour and a half or even a 48-minute episode, uh, what goes through your mind? Blessed. Yeah. (laughs) And here's the thing, and, and, and don't, it's easy to take that the wrong way. I love classic wrestling. I like watching these, but I'm a big believer in that wrestling is best digested, consumed, presented, and enjoyed in one-hour increments. So, I like it. I like Smoky Mountain. Smoky Mountain's great. 45 to 47 minutes, it's just awesome. Because I'm always left. Like, in reality, I've always said this. Like, 
a 12 pack these days a 12 pack is too much beer man i i just you know it's too many calories I, you know you just you don't feel right the next day but a six pack is not enough i need like an eight pack maybe a nine pack and that would be perfect that's how wrestling is i could take a 70 or 80 minute show with commercials but that's not how tv works so i'll just take the 60 minute show so th- this was great I was. I mean, the the show kind of sucked, but that's not our fault. Aubrey, you were about to say something about the not only Smoky Mountain but hour long television as far as wrestling goes. What were you about to say? Yeah, fuck that. I got shit to do. <laughs> well, think about this: what episodic program lasts longer than sixty minutes? Right. Exactly. That's a good fucking exactly. Thank you, Harper. I mean, regular TV is is an hour. It's it's digested in hours. Yeah, fucking Law and Order, the uh, Chicago PD. It's all a fucking hour long. Right. Pro wrestling, pro pro wrestling is the only thing that's not sport related that's over a fucking hour long. Are you I'm, trying to say that this is a performance art art? Jesus don't Christ! It, don't don't step into that. <laughs> I've always said. I've always said. I, I like the hour. I don't I don't mind the two hour usually, but we do so much reviews that it, it makes it tough sometimes. But I do agree with Doc and Hopper. One hour is the is the sweet spot. And like Hopper said, any other episodic TV is generally an hour. The and not only are they an hour, but they're seasons where they're not on, you know, they're on between 10 and usually 20 weeks at the most. Some of them go a little longer, well, but that's it. So hold, let, let me, wait, ta- Doc, let, let me, let me, let me finish seasons. one thing. Let me let me I know. Hold on. Let me finish my thought and then then I'll throw it to you. What I was about to say was so while while you have seasons and it's an hour. Now, the only other thing about sports, whether it be basketball or football, football is a three hour game usually, but it's a season and is only if you include the playoffs can be as many as 20 weeks. So. I say all that to say, even though those are long games and let's let's be real, everything's a work. Even though those games are long, you only got it for 20 weeks a year. Not like Raw and SmackDown where you got five hours of TV, 360, you know, 52 weeks man, a year. Man, I'm, I'm itching for football, dude. And it ain't, yeah, no. it ain't the crabs, man. I am ready for Fuck football yeah. to start, man. I, I, got the, I got the Jones. I'm ready. And why? Because it's been seven and a half months since I've seen any of this shit. I'm telling you, man, Latrell's in for a rude awakening, man, because he loves him some Raw and SmackDown. Fuck and, that. And uh, here in about two Mondays, or whenever this comes out the next Monday, um, well, sorry, pal. Well, this this is going to air September the, uh, or it drops September the 5th, I believe. So Yeah, so that'll um, be like uh, the night that the, the, the kickoff game, won't it? Um, the Thursday that- night game. Yeah, that's the first game. So there People you go. People got that's a decision the... to make. Do you listen to this show or do you watch Bears <laughs> and Packers? I'm going to watch Bears and Packers, but I I would think that the Army would probably listen to this. Hopper, you ready for football, man? I was born ready, even if it is a work. Yeah, it's a work. Wrestling's a work. Just I like, like that too. Just like the Popeye fucking chicken sandwiches. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. We need to probably... right, they conveniently run out of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. We'll get to sandwich talk in the middle of the show because we'll have plenty of time here. Let um, me let me mention two things, and then I'll throw it to y'all for some opening thoughts. Even though we've been rolling already. First off, I want to give a shout out to disrespectfully classy Marky Blassie, Kyle Riley, Mike Childry. 
Thank you for your generous patronage each and every month to the show. Also, as far as patrons go, Anthony Rankin, thanks for bumping up your Patreon pledge. Eon Heffernan, thanks for signing up on Patreon. Enjoy the 200-plus Patreon-exclusive episodes. Appreciate it. Larry, a.k.a. Manny Walker, thanks for your Patreon pledge also. Saw that you um, you, you re-upped, so um, I think you changed over from Patreon Podbean to Patreon. So there you go. And also need to give a shout-out to BTT Hall of Fame Patreon member Michael Angel. That meme of the Durex condom that says it is a pumpkin spice flavor condom and it was captioned with how to get a BJ from a white girl in the fall might be the best uh, I've ever seen posted in the BTT Facebook group history. And there's plenty of contenders when I say that. That one was great. One? Hopper, did you, do you not get it? I don't care. That's who in the fuck got a blowjob with a condom on unless you're fucking a whore. Uh, Doc, I think he's missing the point. Do you, do you agree? Yeah, it's the idea that if you dip anything in pumpkin spice, girls will put it in. White girls will put it in their mouth. That still, <laughs> that still kills me. Karen, 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 and Becky will can't wait to get that inside of them. Uh, it's whatever pumpkin. How'd that happen? Uh, well, spice basic white broads. That's how it happened. Yeah, women, like, w- women are marks for stuff. So, like, that's their Popeyes chicken sandwich <laughs> right i guess is there i'm thinking the way it's grown this is their super bowl to be honest <laughs> this is the october has turned into their wrestlemania month <laughs> uh, um all right doc what you got before we uh before we get into the show from may 7th i i think we should just go ahead and head to the ring um I mean, we got an hour to get through. That's a lot of time, and uh, not much happened. So, where was everybody tonight? Well, hold on. We're not going to talk about the Impossible Whopper, or are you trying to stall for a little bit? We got to work into it. I guess. Uh, well, I I, gotcha. We're going to talk about we talk about that now, or once we have a match going that we don't really okay. like. We can do exactly what you just said, so that that will work for me. All right. So let me get a little background uh, talk to some bullshit. <laughs> right. And let me just let me just break the spoilers out here. If you ain't gonna have Arn and you ain't gonna have Rick in nineteen eighty eight, we're gonna have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's no Luger. I'm okay Damn. with that part. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's his problem, not mine. So we are talking like we said, May seventh, nineteen eighty eight, Saturday night on TBS. It was a short show. The show only went an hour and three minute runtime without commercials. Um, so yeah, it, it 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 was it was pretty short. Um, let me get to the opening part and I'm gonna play it for you. Hold on, as soon as we see this stupid little message at the beginning of it, here it is. Exactly. Tony, I've been in wrestling for 55 years, and I sat there taking notes in amazement. I can't ever recall having such a grinding feeling in my stomach at any decision that I have heard over the years. Now, I'm, I'm a friend of that man. I know him for years. I've trusted him. I've, I've been close to him. And I know one thing, that right here, this punishment is not, not fitting the crime. I think that it's far too uh, harsh, far too severe, and I don't think enough went into it, and I don't think ever, I know everybody didn't agree with it. Right. I know that I didn't vote for it. All right, so you heard Paul Bosch right there. He's with Tony Schiavone. He's fussing that the punishment didn't fit the crime as it pertains to 
the American dream being suspended and um, well, now we got the Midnight Rider. So he's fussing about that. Uh, right after that, we go to the studio and David Crockett just breaks the news that Dusty is no longer suspended. And this is horse shit. But this is my first note is Dusty is bullshit here. <laughs> yeah, it's well, what's the reason why it, it, it was lifted? That was a practice round. That was a practice. That's what my kid says to me, but that was a practice try. Bruh. I, hey, look, y'all are a lot harder. Mike's a harder about Dusty's booking than I am at this time. Because I, I believe the corny line that it didn't matter who was booking this shit. Crockett was going to run it in the ground. But this is some bull, grade A, grade B bullshit. Opera, your thoughts on what Doc yeah, said? I need a reason why. What's the reason? No take backs. I need a reason why. I mean, there has to be a reason. I want another reason. Shit, if we're going to reinstate me, I need my belt back, too. <laughs> that actually, there's more of a hole there than anywhere because what ends up happening with the belt. I mean, we're going to see it shortly, not not this week, but what ends up happening with the belt is, is a whole nother thing. Um, so you're right. Why wouldn't he get his belt back? But um, I'm kind of with y'all, but- man. You got you to button this stuff up, man. This yeah. is, I mean, this is, this is, I'm going to be careful how I pronounce this. This is reneging on the. Whoa. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I use that the correct way. On the terms of the deal. And, man, you can't, you can dusty finish matches, I guess, but you can't dusty finish storylines. Come on, man. Yeah, this didn't sit well with me. I I mean, yeah, it's like, and here's the other thing. You know, it's worse now if you think about it, Doc. Back then you were young, but now you're like, wow. I don't know. That's what I was getting ready to say. I don't know about that. I mean, I was 14 here. I'm pretty sure I would have called, thrown a flag. Like, hey, back when I was eight, world class, I thought Kamala really was going to eat me. That's fair. But I was 14 years old. I'm pretty sure I'd throw a flag on this then. All right. Hopper? Yeah. Because oh, oh. that's a, that's a, I mean, that's the kind of hole in logic that, you know, Emmett Smith used to get in the early 90s. You could drive a truck through that shit. I mean, this is an egregious violation, in my opinion. I got a question. Yeah. How was the turnout for that at the Sam Houston Coliseum? Mm. This is a good question. Where, sure where's Moretti at? Where the hell is Lance at? Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. We need to leave Lance alone. Ask at SMU Heavyweight on Twitter. Come on. <laughs> Lance. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. I, I mean, you. I ain't gonna I ain't gonna forgive him for not liking Arn. But y'all need to lay off of the boy. I can't I can't remember if I said it. I think I said it on the on on a Smoky Mountain show that hasn't aired yet. <laughs> Lance was asking me during the last World Class show we did what 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 all the questions he was getting on Twitter. <laughs> <And I> said, <laughs> 
I said that's Harper and Doc telling y'all, telling people to to send it to NSMU Heavyweight. Send all your program pictures and questions and everything. Oh. Even even shows that you're not on, Lance. Send the question to you. He's like, all right, man, I got it. That's funny. <laughs> Come on. He's my boy, leave, man. You leave Lance alone. You told me the other day you're starting to get worried that we might run him off. Nah, nah, he's cool, man. We 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 were talking, but it, it was funny when he asked me. He's like, "Man, I'm getting all these questions on Twitter about this and that, and eh, you know, I was like, what the hell?' Come on, what is that? Uh-huh. You know, I don't I, know, but uh, SMU, uh, uh, that was a bad year for them. They only got six wins. Uh, it's just, and that's it. But uh, the highlight of the year, that's the year they beat uh, Texas A and M at home. So like that was like their bowl win for them. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that was a bad year. <laughs> That's so messed up, Hopper. <laughs> You're going to hell. Okay. What? We we all three agree that Dusty being no longer suspended is some bull crap. Agree, Hopper? Yes. I mean, I, I have no problem with it if you give me a reason why. Like, what's the psychology? Like, why? Right. What's the reason? Just, what you're saying is just explain it to you. Yeah, explain it to me. Well, we get no explanation from David Crockett. The news is just broken. Cornette, if you're watching on our Patreon at tinyurl.com slash PatreonBT on the BTT, the video version of these, Cornette comes in and introduces the Midnight Express, who go in there and they defeat Jerry Price in the Dark Star. Uh, I have a note to play something that Cornette says. So hold on one second. Let me go back to it because we didn't play it a second ago. Here it is. Pleaded my case personally. He took that videotape and he pleaded my case with the board of directors, Jim Ross. And it's only a matter of time. He promised me a decision here today. I know that I'm going to get it. And I know that, brother, we're going to be U.S. Tag Team Champions. You know, Dusty Rhodes. I got to just take a second to say if Paul Bosch made last minute pleas for everybody that's been messing up lately, then Pete Rose would still be playing baseball, and Jim Baker and Jimmy Swagger would still be taking social security checks out of old ladies' pockets. But in this case, Dusty Rhodes conned the NWA, Dusty Rhodes conned Paul Bosch, Dusty Rhodes conned everybody. He should not be wrestling. He's a dangerous individual. Look out. You might get your knee blown out there, Tony. Now, come on, guys. Don't hurt the announcers. Woo! The fuck? Man. I had to play that hip toss on the floor because that shit hurt. Um... I thought. Did you see him show? Did you say? Oh, there's little Mike and uh, and some and somebody Harper. else. But did you see me little Harper. me and Harper? That, yeah. You know. That was me. Let me go back to it. Hold on. Let me go back to it. I'm gonna pause it, even though. There it is. There's me and Harper, y'all. What? <laughs> <laughs> go back. To... Come on. The lighter skin one. Come on. <laughs> Harper, well, of course. He's a lighter skin one. You're an asshole, man. What? Hey, yeah, go back to the beginning of your clip. Beginning of my clip? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me go back to it. All right. Let's see. Uh, and there's uh, me and Harper. Harper's <laughs> the big kid. Okay. Um. So I had to play that because. Hold on. Be ready like, to push pause. I know. It's a pain, though, because it's got to. Look a, at this neck break. This, oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, 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 Look at that. Yeah. Harper's the one on the Harper. left. That'll be me. I'm the one on the right. That'll be me. Have like a fucking uh, that little kid on the right looks like Eli, a little Eli Manning. <laughs> That's nice. Um, I had to play that, y'all, because Cornette uses a great analogy with Pete Rose and Jim Baker and says that 
if Paul Bosch was, you know, presiding over those things, they'd still be, you know, Pete Rose would still be playing and Jim Baker would still be basically robbing saps out of their money. Oh God, this was, this was, it was really good by corny doc. What did you, do you have anything or did you have any thoughts on that? I believe that Pete Rose should be in the hall of fame. Yeah, really. I mean, get off. I mean, fucking get over yourself, man. Yeah, I agree. Cause he, isn't it Hopper that he's never he did it wasn't that he he never voted against not voted he never um uh, bet against his team right it, it wasn't that I, I don't know I, I I just think it's 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 a little fucking uncalled for did they take OJ out of the Hall of Fame in football no because the way it's the NFL is just what you've done as a football player so ah, so like so you could have been like Osama bin Laden. If you were an all-pro uh, running back, you, you, you know, your your fucking statue is still in Canton, Ohio. Can you see Osama bin Laden starting the starting tailback for Delgado State? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ben's up. That And with that logic, then Chris Benoit could still get in the WWE Hall of Fame. Right. Okay. I got you. Fucking remember how big Pete Rose was back then, man. God almighty. Yes, that's why uh that's why, you know, Corny using the you know, throwing Pete Rose and even Jim Baker in there is like very topical at the time. I mean, he he knew what he was doing, especially with the Jim Baker thing. Um, okay. I remember when I was a kid, he was on the uh the Wheaties commercial and it had like the fucking Pete Rose package. If you mailed into like fruit the purchases, you got like the Pete Rose duffel bag and the the baseball card and all kinds of shit. God, I wanted that so fucking bad. He was a baseball god back yeah. then. Yeah. Dude, he was the John Wayne for of baseball for those guys. Man, head first slide, mm-hmm. hustle. Did the did the Reds do anything back then? Uh they were they well the seventies he was part of that. Yeah. He was part of the big red machine, but then he went yeah. to Philadelphia. They won. Okay, yeah. dude, he knocked. He ended. He crippled. He didn't cripple, but he broke a dude down in an all star game <laughs> at the plate when he ran into Ray Fossey. How about that for some deep baseball knowledge? Wow, I ain't, I ain't playing, pal. He was the catcher for the A's in like seventy whatever that was. And he was a hell of a baseball. But the Reds, no, the Reds had a period of time where they were freaking fantastic man shit the mid to late 70s they were rolling and controlling they were booking the territory pal yeah the the, the big red machine tony perez george foster pete rose johnny bench that wasn't until like 89 or 90 though where they um where they beat the a's and upset the a's and swept them in the world series i remember that that was some that was some some real shit back then because that was the the reds yeah i I think it was the reds beat the a's i want to say like the you know the the A's were the Bash Brothers at that point and they were like right. heavily then favored. The, then the Dodgers beat the A's. What's wrong with the A's, man? Yeah, oh, dude, it's 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 crazy. Like when like, you know I watch baseball, you know I watch the Dodgers, and then when I watch like the highlights on ESPN, the A's are doing well this year. And whenever you see a home run that goes into the stands, there's like two people in that fucking. Bi- you, you, <laughs> you think they would show up to support their team when they're. When they have a, when they're probably going to go to postseason play, and but I mean, there's fucking nobody in that goddamn stadium. I mean, that's I mean, crazy. I know it's like the shittiest stadium, but fuck, you think you'll show up and 
you know, wear your fucking baseball cap and your t-shirt and, and we fucking we get gotta, into it. Doc and I got a theory on that just with baseball in general. We think baseball is a dying sport, eventually going to die just because of the pace of it. Didn't say that I want it. Neither one right. of us just said, let's be clear here before this starts. Let me head this off. Didn't say that we want it to. Just said that it's going to. And guess yes. what? It's taking football with it. It'll take longer for football. I think, the, I think the only thing that will save baseball is that you're going to see less and less kids playing football with the concussions. So you're going to see more bigger kids that would be playing ba- uh, football. They're going to become baseball players. And you're going to see more guys like uh, Aaron Judge and those big old motherfuckers like that 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 – that that should be playing football, but they're playing baseball. I think I don't, that might I don't save that, it. I don't even think that's going to save it. I just think eventually it's going to die off. Bruh, let me tell you something. I sent Mike Don't want it to. Like Doc said, I grew up watching baseball, didn't have a team, but I, Dude, I enjoyed it. So let me tell you I, this. I had a whole box of baseball cards, bro, and it's like everything that we were into as kids – is going to be dead 20 years, like fucking comic books. I was telling this to Mike, Doc, This uh, someone I, I'm dating. She has an 11-year-old kid, right? I got this box of comic books, and they've been sitting around here. I was like, I got to get rid of this shit. I brought it over to her, to her house. I was like, I got something for him. It's like, check this out, bro. He, he, expect- he was probably expecting a fucking joint. Yeah, he barely <laughs> looked up. And she's like, he's not even going to touch him. I was like, look at this. It's Captain America, the Avengers, bro. I mean, don't you watch these movies? He didn't give a fuck. She's like, my son just take him with you. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> she said, he don't give a fuck about these comics, and I yeah. don't give a fuck about your small dick. <laughs> and it's just, I mean... They don't give a fuck about shit like that. It's all Bruh, the- if it ain't if it ain't on that tablet, they don't Dude, give a shit. That phone has consumed everything. It's like a fucking black hole. It, it, it just it consumes <laughs> music, television, movies, every the way we we fucking read books. They have fucking books anymore. Anything that had paper that was involved with paper. Is now going to be gone 20 years from now, bro. I'm telling you. There's going to be a day when when there's like no more flipping through a book or a magazine or a newspaper. That's going to be gone. All right. Well. The future with Harper. The, dyst- <laughs> the dystopian future with hard body Harper. <laughs> All right. Let's go to Jim Cornette and the Midnight Express after their match. Well, he's hot. It's short. Let's hear what Corny's got to say. The word that you're looking for. Let me tell you something. First of all, watch that former sweet stank can tie a knot in that fat neck of yours, regardless of how big around it is. Looks like a peach basket. Let me just say this. People have been messing with me lately. People have been messing with me hard and heavy. And I'll have you know that a lesser man would have been unbalanced, but I remain, as you can see, totally unaffected by the recent events. But we're going to be United States Tag Team Champions today. We're going to be recognized as the greatest tag team in the history of professional wrestling. We're going to get rid of those punk geek face fantastics. And what's more, we are going to show all the people all over the country that the Midnight Express and Jim Cornette know how to party better than anybody on the face of this earth, brother. We're going to have a heck of a party right here today when we get our belts presented back to us. And then all this disrespectful treatment 
word the greatest is going to cease, brother. We'll be back in a little while and show all you peons just exactly what that to do to have a good time. Well, there you heard the warning. He will be back, and so will we right after this timeout with the Stinger. So, uh, Cornette, whenever they don't have the belts, he's pretty upset, and he tells JR they can, Stan can tie a knot with his neck, uh, triple chin looks or whatever. Like a- it looks like a peach basket. <laughs> That's nice. Uh, Harper, any thoughts on Corny right there? We're going to see more later. I want to see, you know, oh, look at her. She's like, yum. I want some of that. Mm-hmm. I want to see what happens next. Doc, any thoughts? Yeah, me too. Would you rather go to a Midnight Express and Corny party or the, the party Sting's always talking about? I don't want to go to Sting's party. His is like those fucking fucking lame old frat boys and just kind of yeah dude i got a case of fucking bud light bro a friend how, much of mine, you, how much do you lift yeah how much do you lift bro are you still on the juice man you look good bro your calves are still kind of small but other yeah. than that you look great <laughs> you're like i call that the the, the fucking johnny bravo look that fucking cartoon know. You, you don't know what oh, yes God, i bro, do yeah. that's why i said that the fucking I, I cartoon. I, yeah, I, cartoon. I, I remember. I remember. I'm old enough to remember o- that. Yes, I'm older than y'all. Uh, listening to Harper talk about white frat boys is hilarious, though. It is. <laughs> Harper, Harper does not look like the dude that would pledge a fraternity. No, fuck that. I don't got to find my friends. Fuck that. No way. No way. Uh, <laughs> none Unless, of us. Are the only fraternity. way I, I would do it was if if it guaranteed me passing that would be it if it guaranteed me to walk across the stage even if i got a degree in fucking basket weaving but that's the only way i would put myself through that through through the torture of a bunch of fucking assholes that fucking have to be a part of something and they're such fucking losers this is the only thing that you can be a part of i'm not gonna go there (laughs) i mean i mean let's be serious if you take that shit, t- I, I got a friend of mine that has a fucking frat tattoo. Mm. And every time I see it, I'm thinking, are you that, that much of a fucking loser, bro? Why are you friends with him, then? I don't know. I just never got that. It's like, okay, you're in a fraternity. Why you got a tattoo? I mean, it's not like you're still on the beaches of Normandy with these motherfuckers. I hope his friend don't listen to that's, that's awesome. Um, here's what I don't know. Here's the one I don't understand. Like, I don't understand the tattoo. I don't understand having to be in a fraternity. I don't understand any of it. But I yeah. super duper don't understand the black fraternities that do the branding. Fuck it. The, Get the f- that. They still do that? Uh, I, I don't know. know. I don't know if they fraternities did. still do They did back in the day. And you can get fucked with that. Yeah, fuck that, bro. I ain't a head of cattle, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all are pissed off all the fraternity brothers. The only way that I-, I could do it would be like if fucking Terry Funk was the one branding me. And no. he's in full, fucking, he's in full mm. gimmick. He's got the cowboy hat on, the poncho. No, sir. I, I can't get branded, man. I've, I've, and, and look. Fuck that. And look, that sounds like something the fucking Nazis would do to the Jews or something. 
And look, let me, <laughs> let me explain something to you. As we just went from the future with Harper to a history lesson with Harper. Uh, I'm, I'm going to brand you. This, uh, you. this episode ought to be called Time Traveling with Hardbody. Uh, let me and let me explain something to you. I've done some stupid things to my body, but taking a brand is one thing I'm not doing. Not that I think you're dumb if you do it. Teach his own, whatever. No, you man, fucking retarded, bro. Fuck that. I, I'm not gonna say that. Well, that's I don't feel that way. How many people yeah. just swiped left and hit delete? Yeah, you're off. I'm not gonna go there, man. I mean, if 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 joining the fraternity is your thing, then it's your thing. Whatever. I mean, well, I, I, I want to ask y'all this: How many black people that are in fraternities listen to this shit? I don't think Stephen uh, Jaworski's in the goddamn black fraternity. <laughs> fucking listen to fucking Judas Priest and Iron Maiden with his with his fucking Pittsburgh Pirates hat on. Hey, Stephen Jaworski gets a shout out as usual. <laughs> He loves it when you rip on him, too, just by the way, just so you know. Okay, let's get this damn show back on track. Jesus Christ. Because um, a couple of things. We, we Sting defeats Bob Emery. JR tells us he wants to clarify something earlier. JR says the Midnight Rider will actually be in the U.S. title tournament, but Dusty will not. So they're having a tournament for this title, and Dusty is not going to be in it because he was just – you know, reinstated, but the Midnight Rider will be. So let's keep something in mind here, uh, because I don't think we clarified this at the beginning. Dusty is is back, but the Midnight Rider is still competing too. So there you have that for what it's worth. I just wanted to point that out. Um, right. Then we go to a promo with Sting. Sting says something about Barry doing too much partying, and Barry needs to take a chill pill. And then Sting says barry needs a second chance and then he howls at the end i have no clue what sting was talking about i guess i'll ask doc if he's got any thoughts on the sting match or sting's promo i just like that at some point jr decided he had talked enough and cut him off cut and his just ass said, off yes that's a real pro right there yeah bro you're sinking let me help you out here you're done <laughs> um any other thoughts hopper no nah. right. no 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 all right, so let's go to the, the, the let's go to the party. We got we got Cornette in the midnight, and uh, they're out there with Jr. and uh, let's um they're celebrating. You know, they're um Stan is acting like he's about to get drunk, and he well, he, did you notice? I'm gonna say this at the front end because we're gonna listen to it. One, he's saying hallelujah, and then when he I came unglued when he asked Corny where the girls were. Where's the oh. rap? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I came unglued too. So it, it's um. Let's go to it now. This is this is a great moment. This is a great moment from this show. Here it is. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here at World Championship Wrestling, and uh, I've never. Will you come? I'm not haven't been invited to this party, so I'm not here out of imitation. It's my job. Will you? Oh, that's really good. Just stand drinking well, out of the little cup. You want to tell the people why we're having this celebration? Yeah, I've already told them. Where's all those girls you promised? They're me. gonna be here later oh, on. They had a little car trouble. They call me, they'll be there. Half price now, too. <laughs> well, have you heard the word yet? David Crockett's no, standing by the, the phone. Word, but let me just say this first of all. <laughs> Got a little confetti down my throat. Good. My mother has been planning this for a long time now, and she wanted to be here. Hold that microphone up here, Jim. It's not going to kill you. But unfortunately, today being the first Saturday in May, the run for the roses, Churchill Downs, Kentucky Derby, Louisville, Kentucky, my mama has three horses. 
is running in the Derby this year, and she's right now in her private box. She couldn't make it today, but she sent her personal caterer down here. Band is supposed to be here. I got, I got a guy with an accordion. He's coming in a minute. Don't worry about it. She sent her personal caterer down here. We got the plates, we got the silverware, we got the yeah, napkins. You got three forks, you got three spoons, you got three plates. Yeah! Big party. Because everybody that contributed to the success of the Midnight Express is invited. Me, Bobby, and Stan. We got the Coca-Cola, brother. The boys wanted champagne, but I told them I don't agree with the consumption of alcoholic you really beverages. Out. You didn't spare an expense, you bought three whole cans. Yeah, one each. They got calories, you know, but they're in training. And last but not least, where's the champagne? I told you no alcoholic beverages, Stan. This is good for you. Carbonated beverages, yes. But last but not least, and best of all, this cake right here, baked by my mother's own hands in her kitchen with the cook supervising, of course, with lots of icing just the way I like it. It's snowing, as a matter of fact. We're going to have to pick that confetti out of the cake. We might get poisoned. But the fact of the matter is, we are partying because today is the one-year anniversary of the Midnight Express. Watch it. Don't worry. I can afford to buy a new coat. Bob the Midnight Stan Express one-year anniversary being the United States Tag Team Champions. And I am happy. And by the way, tomorrow being Mother's Day, I'd like to say prematurely, Happy Mother's Day, moms. I love you. All right. You know, she loves it when I do that on national television. But we're having fun. These freeloaders aren't invited. You're not invited, Tony. David, nobody's invited except us. And I love a party. Hold on. Well, here comes We've David. We've been waiting for the word. No, no. You came out here to get a piece of cake. I want to see Jimmy Crockett, my close personal friend. He promised me a decision here today. We're going to be... We're going to be hearing from him momentarily. He's going to bring our belts out here to us. I've been talking to your bosom buddy. My close personal friend who I've supported for the past several weeks now. Highly, I voted for him in the last election, you know. That's good. That's good. You can't even have a drink. He is totally exhausted he's been working on this decision. Well, he should be, but it should be an open and shut case. Where is he? Is he stuck in traffic? I don't have my watch on. I said he's totally exhausted. The problem is the decision is made. And well, he, of course. He's, he's celebrating now. He's celebrating. He's well, celebrating the decision. I didn't know he liked the me that much. The decision is, Jim Cornette, that yeah. the Fantastics are still the United States Tag Team Champions. That's too bad. That's too bad, Jimmy. That's just too <laughs> Well, the party seems to be winding down, Tony. Look at him. We're going to get out of this. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Mama! <laughs> um, so I got to say something. Uh, I, want all, I want all of your thoughts. But when, when JR said, that's too bad, Jimmy, Mm. Can, can I can I replay that again so we can laugh at Jr. just messing with Corny? He, he, here's Jr. again at the end. This is after Crockett tells him, you know, he, he, the the decision is the, the Fantastics are keeping the belts. He's celebrating. He's well, celebrating the decision. I didn't know he liked the me that decision much. Decision is Jim Cornette that yeah. the Fantastics are still the United States Tag Team Champions. That's too bad. That's too bad, Jimmy. All right, Hopper, your thoughts on this uh, all. That's too bad, Jimmy. That's too bad. <laughs> I love it when the Fantastics come out because 
you don't see him. Right. They just fucking come out of nowhere and just slam his face. I mean, you know it's coming, but you don't see it coming. See how they, they, they just show up out of nowhere. These yeah. days, they had to run down that goddamn long runway, and everybody yeah. would have seen it. And it's like, oh. <laughs> Where's the champagne at? Dude, you think they had Coca-Cola would have paid for the fucking, uh, for the it advertiser. Was, it was mellow yellow. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Um, can you imagine cleaning that mess up? Fuck that! That fucking greasy ass fucking icing. Jesus Christ! Because man. you can't sweep it because it, it's 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 not solid. It, it's you need it's a, just you just mush. need a sque- you need a squeegee. Yeah, you would need, you would need a squeegee, and then you gotta mop it. Mm, they didn't mop <sighs> shit. I guarantee you that. I don't know. I said to see it in. I you, think huh? yeah, yeah. I think they, I think they, I think they did to yeah. clean it up. Or else a bunch of wrestlers got out there and cleaned that shit up. No, okay. yeah. no, the wrestler Italian didn't. Stallion was out there. Okay, Doc, Ken- uh, let's stop arguing about that's cleaning where it Ken- up. Kendall, Kendall William was out there. That's when he decided <laughs> I got to start counterfeiting money. This bullshit, some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Doc, we'll we'll stop arguing about that. Let's let's give me your thoughts on Cornette going into the cake. Well. Here's the big one. And so a couple of weeks ago, you said one of the reasons that you didn't like the Midnight Rider was because you'd seen it before. Well, you'd seen this before too, but yeah, this but is, this, this was good, but this was done well. And mm-hmm. so my whole point is, is that if you do something well, you can do it over and over. But, you know, the, 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 the point is, is that, Everybody out there was so natural. JR getting his just natural line in. Corny is a force. But then the two buffoons out there with their party hats on, asking where the girls are and wanting some booze and eating icing. It's just, they're not playing a gimmick. <laughs> Stan and Bobby were great out there, and they never they said were. A word. I mean, Stan's Cor- out there. I mean, Acting corny's, drunk at corny's, one point. Yeah. But Corny's little off-the-cuff things, like, I didn't know he liked me that much. I mean, you just, you either have that or you don't. That yeah. ability to riff and get be off the cuff and be in the moment and be quick. I mean, that's like a Lawler, a Corny. JR has it much. In hindsight, going back, we've realized JR had it way more than we ever thought, too. Yeah, JR was... I've always known him to be great during this era, but I find more reasons he was great. It, he's great in a different way than we thought, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The interplay. like it, He stands out. Like Not only does he stand out, but the, his style and him, you know, screwing with Corny right there. Like, at the that, that was perfect when, you know, Crockett delivers the news that the Fantastics are going to keep those U.S. titles and... JR's like, oh, that's too Aww. bad, Jimmy. He, you know what he gave him there? Because he turned on the Southern accent for that even more than usual. He gave him the old Southern, oh, bless your heart. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Oh, bless <laughs> your heart. That's true. This was the standout moment of the episode for sure. God, yeah. imagine, because they say there was no shower there. Right. So, so he's got to basically just get a towel and fucking do his best to wipe that shit off. 
What if God. he was just got in his car with that shit still on his face and just took uh. off driving with that shit? <laughs> I mean, just like a girl who you shot a load in and said, "Here's that's your Uber. nice." There's your Ubers outside. It's 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 uh, Becky. She's in a, a, a fucking Nissan Sentra. She, she just pulled up. But I thought okay. we really had something special. Yeah, oh, so we, it, uh, we okay. did. We did, All but right. that time is over. Oh. Uh, as far as corny, they didn't have showers, but I'm sure he went in the bathroom and freaking washed his face off real uh, good with in the sink. He had to because God, you're it's right. Just like, cake. Come on, it's that's sticky. nice looking cake. Yeah, see, it's just cake. It's not gonna kill you. Look, look, Bobby and Stan eating cake and wiping it off of her lips. And I like how two. corny's nutritional tips as a manager is that this Coke and Cola is good for you. Yeah. <laughs> but somehow the alcohol's not. Yeah. All right. Um, this was great. Any other thoughts, Doc? No, that was good stuff. It, yeah, Stan's, I it. Really Stan's funny. Oh, he is just hilarious. And he never yeah. said anything on the mic the whole time. Hopper, he's just out there being a fool. <laughs> and Bobby, like Bobby and Stan dumping confetti on David Crockett and JR the whole time, like just being stupid. They're like kids. Perfect. Yeah. All right. So we go from that to Al Perez defeating Gary Royal. Doc, any thoughts on Al Perez and Gary Royal? I had one little mention in that, and it wasn't about the match. It was that during the match, Tony mentioned Don Owens up in uh, Portland, and he um, had a card coming up, and Tony was trying to talk him in the building over there. So I'm sure that, you know, they're trying to – they're in this war. They're trying to kind of help each other out a little bit. And Don, I had always heard Don Owen was well liked among the other promoters. So I'm sure Crockett okayed that. He, um, I think he's going to do that a couple of times coming up. Okay. Well, I don't watch ahead, so I keep. Well, no, I'm not. I don't. I'm not because I watched it ahead. I remember Corny saying that oh. on like a drive-through or the experience once during this time period, uh, mentioning something about that. So. Uh, Hopper, any thoughts on Al Perez defeating Gary Royal? I just kept hitting 10. No. Oh. Uh, well, but I did hear hear about the Portland uh, Portland wrestling, and I, I hit 10 back. I'm like, fuck, I missed something. Did you, Doc, have anything on Gary Hart and Al Perez, who are basically trying to talk to the Latino community to get them into the building to come to Houston? To yeah. This title I, I th- I thought this was not one of Gary Hart's strongest, but I thought he was trying to start a, a war, a, a race war, kind of, you know? With his crowd. Latins. With his Latins. Hold on. I love the I love the Latinos. It's, it's short. Here it is. It's heavyweight title in Sam Houston Arena, right in Houston, Texas. Also, Nikita Koloff will be in that tournament. Nikita Koloff, you don't impress me too much, and there's not a Texas wrestling fan alive that would cheer for Nikita Koloff with the fabulous Latin heartthrob in the Sam Houston Coliseum. The ladies will be going crazy, and as you well know, they are coming from all around. They're coming from Orange, Texas. They're coming as far down as, say, uh, Galveston. Uh, from uh, all the way from the valley because this is the premier wrestling event that will be taking place in the Sam Houston Coliseum to crown a new United States heavyweight champion, a one-night tournament. The people of Houston, Texas, they know what great wrestling is, and they know that the NWA is the greatest 
wrestling organization with the greatest wrestlers. So I would say without a question of a doubt, Sam Houston Coliseum on the 13th, Friday the 13th. It's going to be special. But what about Mr. Paul Bosch, Mr. Houston himself? Got himself involved and has had the suspension on Dusty Rhodes lifted. What do you think of that, Al? Well, personally, you know, I like the idea of taking the mask off the Midnight Rider and showing it's Dusty Rhodes. Because for one thing, I want Dusty Rhodes in Houston as Dusty Rhodes. Nobody else. No imitation. Dusty Rhodes, I'm going to prove to everybody out there in Houston that I'm going to beat you. And you're going to know why, because I'm a lot better. It's time to step aside. You know what he has that few has? He has conditioning. If it goes 20 or 40, when their tongue is hanging out, He's still not even breathing. Look, he's not even breathing now, Stop David. Stop talking now. <laughs> he's not even breathing now. So everybody in Houston, be there to see the Latin heartthrob, especially all you Latins. Don't let him down. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You Latins. Yeah, what the fuck does that mean, you Latins? You, you ought to know. You like to talk that way, too. You, you bunch of Latins. Yeah, Hopper, translate for us because you know you always like to go there. You like what? instead of saying Arabs, you say them them Arabs. <laughs> I say Latinos. Well, we know you like Latino women. I know that's Latinas. Yeah, I kind of like half the Latinos. The Latinas. Yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, Hopper, did you see that picture that they posted of Sel- uh, Selena there, Lorenta's mom, on the Facebook group? Is that really her mom? I, I don't know, but damn. She looks she was really young house. to be her mom, and she's well, fine as hell. Okay, hold on, Hopper. Let's do some math here. Selena is probably... She's like 22. Early. Okay, so if mom is 42, well, that's like our age, so she's mm. a brick shit house. That's all I'm saying. I know. What? A, a what? A brick shit house. He don't, bro. I know what that means. I'm messing with you. Okay. What's her name? Serena De La. The chick that chick Cornette talks about in on. In I MLW. didn't follow. I didn't miss. It. I didn't keep up with it, pal. She's okay. 22. Yeah. yeah. So I, I just if, I can't keep up with everything, man. Even if her mom is only 18 years older, she's still 40. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a good age for a woman, right there. Fine. God, mm-hmm. she's fine. Oh, brick house. Anyway, yeah. all right. That, uh, are you talking about those those humongous cans on this broad? That's nice. She got more than that. Well, but that's all I see right now. Jesus. Man, she's shapely. I like that. Shapely. Shapely. <laughs> Thick in the right places. Yeah. Like an hourglass. Mm. Pile! Gary Hart, like we said, they're trying to talk him into the building to go to Houston to see the U.S. Uh, title match. Then we got a match between the powers of pain. Doc, Jesus. stop moving. Come on. Damn it, man. Oh, by the way, everyone, no, Doc has not set up his computer again. He says he doesn't have time. So there's that. Powers of pain. Uh, I don't need Barbara, to have a computer anymore. Yes, you do. It's driving me up a wall when you're on this Skype on your phone because every time you, you move in your crisscross applesauce position because you're sitting on the floor. <laughs> It, it's all kind of, yes, he's sitting on the floor still like a kid. No, no, no. I can't sit in the floor like that, dude. I'm too old. I'm actually on in the floor, and I got a 
couple of big long pillows and kind of just <laughs> stretched out so that I can I can relax. <laughs> so, like I said, he's on the floor. Bowers of Pain, Barbarian and Warlord defeat Curtis Thompson and uh, Rick Paradise. Jr. congratulates Brad Muster, former Chicago Bear. Um, I say former. At Am the I time. the only one that was surprised that he was a first round pick? Um, he, I was surprised that a first round pick would be a fullback, but that was thirty years ago. Right, that yeah. was a different era. And and you still had Walter Payton. You had to open holes for. Yeah. And uh, Muster was a he was man he was a good player. But anyway, uh, I bring this up because Jr. claims that Muster is a big NWA fan and that his favorite athlete is Ric Flair, not uh, his favorite wrestler, but his favorite athlete. So I guess his favorite wrestler and favorite athlete. But anyway, just wanted to point that out. Um, Doc, any any other thoughts on the match? As uh, I need to go back, I'm trying to rewind because we see Uncle Ivan uh, whoop some poor bastard with a chain on the floor, and it's uh, it's glorious. Bruh. Wrestling was better when Russians were whipping white people with chains. I, man, I don't care if it's gimmicked or he's working or not. That chain hits that floor. Fourteen year old me is like, holy shit! I'm thinking he's he's gonna fuck the floor up. Yeah, you don't want to take a, a a divot out of the the floor. Come on. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Um, any other thoughts on this match? No, no. All right. After this match, Doctor Death defeats Keith Steinborn. I don't have anything from it. Hopper, do you? Look at look at Steinborn's gear. That shit is shameful. Let's see. Was this the guy that sucked? Yeah. Yes. This guy sucked bad. I mean, and it was I... and, and it was so bad that that, that uh, Doctor Death doesn't even get his hand raised. He just like gets out the ring like fuck this shit. Um, at the end of it. I completely uh, whiffed. Uh, there was a Powers of Pain, Pain promo. I don't have anything from it, so that's why I skipped well, it. Good. Nobody would. Yeah. Yeah. It. It wasn't. Um. It wasn't. How are these guys still in the Federation? It's not them. It's just. Look at Mike laughing at him. Like. Uh-huh. No, I meant. It's, when do they leave? It's got to be. Like, it's got to be soon. Imminent. We we've been having this discussion for quite some time about when. And it hasn't happened yet, so I I feel like it should have happened, but it hasn't. So where's Mighty don't, Wilbur? Don't, don't tell us. Don't tell. Oh, Mighty Wilbur's actually coming back, and he's not far off. I don't know if it's late. He's June gonna come or, back. Yeah, I don't know if it's late May or he's coming back. Oh, oh, oh God, right there! What a fucking asshole! He couldn't get his legs up. He he couldn't straighten let, up. Let me go back. Let me go back. So Hopper's given given. Um, Commentary right now. Mighty Wilbur does come back shortly. Do you weeks. make that eh noise when you do Wildcat? Uh, no. You should. It's so Doctor Death suplexes this guy in the ring. And, wow! Oh my God! He didn't post no... at all. all right, so I'll, I'll just uh, yeah. And look at him walk away like man, this sack of shit. And then, and then everything he does, there's there's a bit of a fuck up. That you, kid doesn't even... like it. No, Doctor Death had to muscle him the whole way. He didn't even do anything. I mean, it's yeah, it's bad. He hasn't. We've seen this guy before, though, man. I don't remember him looking like. This. Oh yeah, he's been out there a lot. God, look, look, look at that hair and that white shirt with that just. Uh, God, what kind of paint? Do you think that fucker drops? <laughs> wait, wait, wait! What kind of what? 
What what kind of car do you think he drives? I think he probably drives like a uh, like a Plymouth Duster. <laughs> what what year? Like well, like a '76, and, and he thinks it's hot shit because it's a two door. I was gonna say a '78 Chevy Nova, Ugh. but hey, I I I I. I clear the way for you. This is your superpower. <laughs> What's it smell like? Tula. Oh God, like like fucking shit, cigarette <laughs> and fucking beer. It he just, probably yeah. got fucking uh, scratch off lotto tickets all like on the floorboard. <laughs> this guy, this guy must be. I like, bet, I bet if you ate some disgusting, gre- greasy fast food, and then. Took a big nasty wet fart in your recliner, and then turned around immediately and smelled that fabric. <laughs> That's how the whole car smells. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's nice. Keith Steinborn loses to Doctor Death. Um, Doc, I don't know if you want me to play this, but what are your thoughts on Doctor Death's promo? No, I ain't got nothing from it. I don't give a shit anymore. I quit. That's nice. You quit. No, I'm just kidding. If these guys aren't going to put any more effort into this show and have the, the superstars out there, I'm getting pissed about this show all over again. Well, I don't have anything from Dr. Death's promo, and that's all I'll say. He was you better last him. week. He was okay here. Yeah. Okay means no play. Kevin Sullivan defeats uh, Robbie, and I don't have his last name. Sullivan comes in and, oh, dear God, he abuses this asshole. He whoops this guy's ass on the outside. He just... He just beats the piss out this poor sap. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what else to say, Doc. Do, do you have anything from it? I mean, he doesn't. He just beats Man, his ass. Kevin Sullivan looked like a sawed-off road warrior coming out there. He really did. He came in and just whooped him, and um, it was great. Sullivan laid it in, dude. Uh, Hopper, you got anything? Uh, yeah, I mean, he fucking laid it in. I mean, even at the end, he fucking jumped on his stomach. Everything looks tame though after he split Keith Daniels' head open in the back of that back of his head open in that high school gym in Smoky Mountain. That was rough to watch. Oh fuck! But I remember that. Damn. Everybody talks about the Connie Mora, you know, where he bladed it, where Connie Mora bladed his own arm. But if you're gonna be real, when he hit that dude in the back of the head, was it? I thought it was Jeff Daniels. It was one of them. He hit Jeff Daniels in the back of the head with that wooden chair and busted his ass wide open. God, that was terrible. Okay, so Sullivan wins. Um, he beats the piss out of this poor sap. And then we go to J.J. Dillon. Uh, let me go to that right now get it queued up. Let's see, where are we at? This new network's painting ass, y'all. Uh, here it is. J.J. Dillon, really the brains behind the horseman. Well, I first have to address one situation, David Crock. I'm a little bit amazed that the NWA would bow under and knuckle under to public opinion and back on the situation with regard to the American Dream Dusty Rhodes. To reinstate the man after what he did and turning a blind eye that everything has taken place is something that's very hard for me to live with. I think it's very unfair. 
But it's easy for me in one way to understand why Paul Bosch, the great ambassador of goodwill that he is to the NWA, because he suddenly saw that the four horsemen with the acquisition of Barry Windham have changed the complexity of everything in the world of professional wrestling. Because once again, the four horsemen continue to dominate the scene and with the acquisition of Barry Windham become the most fearsome foursome in the history of professional wrestling. So all of a sudden, the Nikita Koloffs, the Steve Williams, the Lex Lugers, the Road Warriors are all running scared. And Paul Bosch knows that when I control a group like the Four Horsemen, I am tough to deal with. So what's he do? We better get Dusty Rhodes back into the ring as Dusty Rhodes to unify all these people. Well, if the Four Horsemen have to handle matters in their own way, if we have to become vigilantes, as you would, to bring justice to professional wrestling, we will do it. Now this Friday in Houston, Dusty Rhodes is there as a special guest of Paul Bosch, but also in the tournament is the Midnight Rider. Now Dusty Rhodes, we can't pull the mask off the Midnight Rider and have you suspended. That's already been taken care of. It's a mute point. But I'm going to embarrass the NWA, take the mask off the Midnight Rider, and show everybody that I was right all along. So when you come in that building and shake hands with Paul Bosch, I'm going to have somebody tailing you the entire night. You're not Superman. There's no hidden phone booth, and you cannot be in two places at one time. But I'm also going to concentrate on that U.S. title. I've got two strong entries, one being Tully Blanchard, another being Barry Windham, of course. And I realize it's a strong field. Nikita Koloff's in there, the Midnight Rider, whatever. Uh, Al Perez with Gary Hart, who I have tremendous respect for. It's going to be a tough tournament, but I'm hoping that one of the horsemen will leave with a U.S. belt, and then we'll have all the gold. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to... All right, give me a second, y'all. I've got I to stop uh, part one of the Patreon video and restart it. All right, so tell me, Doc, where J.J. is lying. He said they turn a blind eye to what Dusty did, and J.J. says it doesn't shock him. He also said we got to get Dusty back out there, man. He was booking the territory. Dusty pulled back the curtain. I mean, J.J. pulled back the curtain. Where do you lie? Harper, what you got from it? Yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, what did he say? That wasn't truthful. <laughs> and I'll go back to Doc's statement at the beginning of the show. This was some grade A bull. Oh, he said grade B bull crap. But not yeah. only that, JJ's out there to tell you that. It definitely is some grade A bull crap. Okay, so we'll keep going. We got Barry Windham who defeats Larry Davis. Uh, he tortures him after with the claw to the head. Um, Doc, any thoughts on Barry Windham Are there, over there? Well... Are there people out there that don't like the claw? I, I don't like the claw because it makes Come no on. sense. How, the claw you, is great. You can't crush someone's head. I can crush your head. You couldn't crush a, a fucking baby's head. It just it's 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 not possible. <laughs> me, like when you say you, you mean me or anybody? Like like because I I think I could crush, crush a baby. Some, I I think I could crush a baby's head. Like like a toddler's head. He's saying, yeah, he's saying, a, he's saying with a claw, what, hold, sure. hold on, let me, let me clarify, Doc. Hopper is saying with the, the claw to the head, you right. cannot crush a toddler's head. It's just, it's, Carl, it's, uh, what's his name? Danny Hodge could, could crush pliers. You're going to tell me he couldn't crush a head with a claw? Come on. A, a, a skull. 
A skull, yeah, a skull. No. No, I'm gonna, I I'm hate gonna let y'all. Claw. I'm gonna let y'all two settle this. The, no, no, the we're gonna let the we're gonna let the people settle it, and they're gonna send their responses to SMU <laughs> heavyweight. Yes. <laughs> Ask him send about it. the body. I love. Claw. Well, here's the here's we the just thing. he and I just had a discussion about the claw. That's what's that's what's I well, and, and here's where I admit that I cannot be objective. I started watching wrestling at seven years old in Dallas, Texas in 1982. Of course I love the claw. What are you talking about? I mean, what's it supposed to do? Man, I've had it put on me by my (laughs) older cousin, and let me tell you, it can be painful. (laughs) You remember that shit? He was about six years older than me, and I had a headache afterwards. So, yeah, but he didn't I'm crack just... his skull. Well, but a figure four doesn't crack your kneecap, but it hurts. But it yeah. can. What are we trying to do here? But it can. Well, I'm sure that if he would have been stronger and not a big pussy and picking on young kids, he could have done some damage too. But I don't know. If you put the figure four on somebody for real, you can hurt them. Right. Sure. If, if you you can hurt somebody with the claw. No, you can't. If I was to go squeeze Mike's head, it wouldn't do anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Neither does. But the torture rack is, is doesn't that's, hurt the sting. Yeah, that's stupid sting. too. Okay. So <laughs> maybe our next top five needs to be the dumbest moves in wrestling. The top five dumbest moves in wrestling. Well, you got two of them right there. The okay. torture rack. I mean, <laughs> boy, that's gonna piss off a large segment of the audience the because people, right? People, are, no, no, no. Back Pop, then, I had Pop. no idea what the fuck he was doing. <laughs> As a child, I was like, "What? He? he okay? He, he has him on his shoulders. Okay. I mean, what? what what's he supposed to be? What's he supposed to be doing to him?" Oh, you're talking about the torture? No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm not saying. I think you're spot on with the torture rack. That shit's dumb. I'm talking about the claw. If you start no, saying, as a child, you know the claw with the Von Erics, yeah. But then I'm, that shit's like Santa Claus. But once you got to a certain age, you're like, what the? F-? Because because <laughs> because we would all do it to our friends. In the backyard, we would all do the claw, and it did nothing. There's no real, there's no shoot or work way to do it. It's just, it's, I'm, I'm, I want to squeeze your skull. Really? All righty then. The claw is like Santa Claus. Lessons is with Hard possible? Body Hopper. Is it possible that you and your num- numbnut friends weren't doing it right? Maybe so. Hopper Hopper brings up a good point though, man, because I think we all were in the same boat where we had like either friends or family members that were wrestling fans like us, uh, and we would do these stupid ass moves to each other. He'd <laughs> 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 be like, "Hopper's on to that," because Doc, you just said, "What was it? Your uh, cousin or something put the claw on you, and you had oh, a headache." Yeah. Hopper's talking about yeah. him and his buddies used to put the claw on each other, and. I can remember putting the figure four on a couple of my buddies, and man, uh, it's a miracle we made it out of this shit, man. That's all I can say. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! I I remember one time my cousin wanted to put wanted to do a pile driver on me. I was like, "You can fucking bore me." I'm, right? You are Look, I remember, not. dude. 
I remember we had a guy. We had a guy at high school. Oh, the camel clutch will fuck you up. And the thing is, you were stuck there. You couldn't move. And you just, <laughs> just holler like a fucking asshole. <laughs> Doc, you were saying you had a guy in high school and what? We had one guy in high school that put DDT'd another guy on the concrete floor in some uh, uh, room. Kid said, his, he said, man, my head hurt for a week after that. <laughs> Congrats, you I'm gave sure me some did. CTE, asshole. <laughs> right. I remember in the dorm room, like my uh, first semester in college, man, it was two dudes who were talking about it. They were arguing. I think they were both drunk talking about it was fake and, and oh, it's real. And one dude was saying it's real. That dude was saying it's fake. And dude who said it was real was like, well, let me body slam you. <laughs> and he body slammed that bastard on the floor right there on the third floor of the dorm. <laughs> and I mean, that shit isn't like a, you know, that's like dropping somebody on some concrete, man. He's. His hip like hit first because he didn't have a clue what he was doing, and holy shit, that guy was like, "I think I broke my hip," and he was liquored up pretty good, but he got up crying, "My hip, my hip!" No shit, asshole, you shouldn't have let him body slam you, you idiot. <laughs> Coming up talking about it. it's Boy, still fake for being it's a still pla- fake for be for being a place of higher education. There sure is some dumbass shit that goes on on college campuses. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> all right we got to keep going because we're going long on this week but it's okay man this is fun uh we got to let's go to barry windham we got to we got a promo barry defeated like i said larry davis and now we're going to go to a barry windham promo he's out there with jj i tell you what if you don't think he's bad you saw it right there barry windham is definitely one of the you know, i'll tell you what while i was in there i heard jim ross exactly what he said mr ross mr Crockett, i've heard all your comments and I tell you what, I am not going to pay any heed to him. I owe nobody out here an explanation. I do what I do best, and that's beating people in the ring. And I'm going to do it for a long time to come. The reason I'm a horseman is because I want to be. Not once in my career have one of you or anybody out there, Dusty Rhodes, Lex Luger, just to name two, ever helped me. I was the guy that bled and sweat and did every bit of the work in the ring. And nobody ever helped me. Well, let me tell you what, gentlemen. Times have changed. And I am at the top of my career. I'm going to make more money than I've ever made in my whole life. I'm going to have more cars, more women. And Nature Boy has promised me. And I'm going to have more fun than anybody in the world. Mr. James J. Dunn has promised me something. And he might have professed it. He might have predicted it. But he promised it to me. And that's that United States Heavyweight Championship. It's going to be around my waist. And Dusty Rhodes is going to be crying over spilled milk. Because that championship is going to belong to me. And I'm going to wear it proudly. The horseman is a standard of excellence. And I am the epitome of excellence. I am the best that there is in professional wrestling today, bar none. I'm a member of the elite group of horsemen. And I will continue to be one and to do as I please for as long as I please. Ladies and gentlemen, he's a freaking great heel promo, and that's my only comment. Hopper, what do you think? The, the thing I have about this is the whole time I'm focusing on J.J. in the background, and J.J. reminded me of two people, the Emperor and Return of the Jedi looking at Darth Vader. 
and he fucking reminded me in fucking Rocky Five of the black guy, the guy that was supposed to be like Don King, the guy that got Tommy oh, Gunn. Oh, that was a great. Yes. Yes, he got Tommy Gunn to fucking turn on uh, uh, on fucking Rocky. You know, he he's just holding you back. Yada yada yada. Come with me. We're gonna have the money, the fucking women, the fame. That's that's who he reminded me of. Yeah. Mm. That's a good one. Rocky Five is an underrated, terrible movie. Yes, it is. I like, saw that at the at the Dollar Show. Dude, I saw it like five times at the Dollar Show. You cannot come out. Won't you try knocking me out? I'll be fighting the ring, the, but my ring's outside. <laughs> when he knocks him out, when he knocks him out, he goes, "God damn." <laughs> 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 Dude, that movie that movie is is very much a, an underrated terrible movie. It is. Yeah. It, it's Maybe it's got top its five. Our our top 5 underrated terrible movies. It's it's got its like good moments, but it's like not good. But it's did, hard to explain. But then Tommy Morrison, but then Tommy Morrison spread AIDS on everybody. Yeah. No, and, and, and the one thing I fucking love about it is that in fucking Rocky One and Rocky Two, Rocky was stupid. He could he couldn't read. He could say, blah, 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 blah. and then by and then by three and four, he gets sophisticated. He sounds like he's fucking normal. And then by Rocky Five, he's he's a back to blah, 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 blah. well, yeah, that's because he had CTE and he had to retire because after that war he had with the Russian in Rocky Four, that's why he's all messed up in Five. Yeah, he went over and broke something in Russia, man. So what happened yeah. was, no, he he was he was a he was a, an idiot, and then or not an idiot, but he was just a dumb, you know, boxer. And then he kind of learned a few things, but then he and constantly getting drilled to the head, punched in the face, he got you know CTE and all those concussions, and uh, then he became you know not so smart again in five. But I'm with you, that is very much an underrated movie. Good point. That's a good point about how you uh, describe J.J. Harper. Harper, anything else from the promo? No, just I mean, I mean Barry was great, man. Yeah, and this Talk guy to... looks fucking disgusting. Hey, if you go, go go to um go to Tommy Morrison's Wikipedia page. Oh, oh, oh. god, oh god, AIDS, AIDS, AIDS. Doc, no, no, no. What do you have from the JJ and Barry promo though? Barry was fantastic, right there. Just awesome. I did all the work. Y'all didn't do anything. Y'all didn't help me just great but if you look at the picture of him on his wikipedia page goddamn pal pronouns tommy morrison god i thought that was fucking jack swagger i thought it was kurt angle with hair now you're gonna make me he's standing there with a belt over his shoulder in front of an american flag he looks like kurt angle pal say his wikipedia page yeah. Yes. Jesus. Do I need to spell it for you? Wow. He does look like Kurt Angle. Holy shit. <laughs> Damn. Ah, wow. That's amazing. Hmm. Yeah. Unreal. Look at that. Okay. He only has fucking three losses. Here's another one. Here's another one for you, for the, the army to go look up. Matt Stafford. The quarterback of the Detroit Lions looks exactly like country rock singer Jason Isbell. I S B E L L. It is 100%. Is. 
Well, Google it, motherfucker. I don't. But it's just one of them fucking. I, I'm not looking at anything to do with country to happen in the past five or ten years. Fuck Thank that. Thank you, Harper. <laughs> Thank you. I'm well, tired I'm of hearing say... about it's always some asshole with his fucking bedazzled jeans on talking about I'm on my sitting on my tailgate drinking a, in the moonlight drinking a Bud Light. Yada yada. This guy is well. I will tell you that this guy is absolutely the opposite of that. But I'm getting ready to say he's probably along those lines. But I'm getting ready to send you a a a, the picture. Uh, Uh, You know what picture I want to go to? I want to go to Kevin Sullivan's promo before you start. Hell yeah, because this is good stuff. I just sent it to you, Harper. Take a look at that. All right. All right. So. Let's get back to the show because we've been getting sidetracked tonight. U.S. Tag Champs Fantastics defeat Joe Strickland and Tony Bowen, which was not a good match, but not Fantastics' fault. And then we go to Kevin Sullivan, who he just turned into Arn during his promo. Uh, Here it is. Mr. Sullivan? First of all, Mr. Crockett, I want to talk about something that a lot of people don't face. I want to talk about the truth. When I came here, I said Mike Rotunda would become the world TV champion. The truth. When Dusty Rhodes faced the total package of the cage, I said Rhodes would win the U.S. title. That's the truth. And the truth of the matter is Barry Windham lied in the shadow too long. The truth of the matter is they did push him back. They said, get in the back seat, kid. Don't get in the front seat of this limousine. The truth of the matter is, Barry Windham took a step forward. He took a step forward for himself. And that is the truth. And now, when I call the woman that everybody called precious, Patty, that was the truth. You see, it was a long time ago when I knew Patty. And that's the truth. I knew Patty before Jimmy was gorgeous. You understand? I knew gorgeous when he used to come over and have coffee in the mornings with me and Patty. I know Mm. gorgeous when I used to go to the towns when I left to do an honest day's work. Patty and him would have cocktails together. You understand? I know the truth. And the truth of the matter is, Jimmy Gavin, this, if you look in the eyes, is not a lie. The truth of the matter is, I am building a plan. And the plan is this, the most devious plan in the history of the wrestling industry. Because the truth of the matter is, Gavin, you took something of mine and I want it back. And that's the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, more to come. They should have just went off air right there. Damn um, right they should have. There's, there is another match. It's Ivan Koloff who defeats David Isley. Isley takes a nasty-looking bump near the end. But also... Was it at Cro- 60... Oh, I got a timestamp on it. It was at 61.03. Okay, so we're going to get it. We're going we're gonna to go to that in a, in a little while after we talk about Sullivan's promo. And then they, they also have Crockett, Shivani, and JR. They basically wrap up the last minute of the show with some chit-chat to, just to kind of eat up some time, but it was nothing there. So for all intents and purposes, Sullivan should have almost closed the show or should have closed the show. But uh, both of y'all agree with me before I hit play. So, Doc, I'll go to you. What are your thoughts on Sullivan right there? Is he's, uh, he's like Arn right there. He's just telling the truth. Boy, when he says I was with Patty before you were gorgeous and that yeah. – 
Man, that that's a rough, stiff action right there. I love it. I got another question. How come? When's the last time the TV champ defended the TV title on TV? Well, they they've been doing a lot of tag matches. I don't know. The yeah, he had a singles match on TV. So if he's going to be in a tag team, maybe let's get that belt off on somebody who could use it. Well, keep in mind though, this is just one of three television shows they have at this point. This is the one I watch though. Well, I'm just saying they they had uh, others. Yeah. Uh, so where's Larry? That. Uh, the Bisco Bang. He's yeah, I like he's still around. He he's he's just not. He just hadn't been on the shows, but uh, he he's still in a promotion. I mean, he's he still had that. The, yeah, he's, he's still the the whatever champion. Western states, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. the one that he's the one that's got that belt when it retires, right, Doc? Yeah. All right, Hopper. Your thoughts on Sullivan? Fucking great. I, like he says, he fucking speaks speaks the truth. You know. Yeah, man. Uh, I just pictured him and uh, Precious, you know, sitting there in the morning, and it goes, uh, Jimmy Garbage shows up and drinks coffee with him. Like, hey, how y'all doing? You want some folders in your cup? Yeah. Sounds the great. The best part of waking up is folders in, in your, your cup. All right. Oh, Sullivan was gold. Now, Doc, you said you had a timestamp for me to go to on Ivan Koloff and David Isley. Yeah, hit uh, 6103. All right. 6103. So that's uh, 61. Let's see what happens here. Uh, yes, that was terrible. Hopper, <laughs> <laughs> did you see that? When, 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 Let's no. see. Ivan, Ivan is about to Irish whip him and shoot him off into the corner and Isley reverses it. Watch Isley... the kick afterwards. Like I was just disgusted. Oh, yeah, the... Kicks him. This Watch guy got it. too much shit in. Here, look. Okay, he jumps. Yeah, sorry. Now watch him kick him. <laughs> That's some Russian justice right there. Russian justice. Not old country way, but Russian justice for sure. <laughs> Holy shit, he kicked him. <laughs> uh, he laid in that forearm to the forehead pretty good too as he won. All right. Okay, so uh and that pretty much like I said, that pretty he steps on his stomach. Yeah, he was mad. That pretty much wraps up the show. Like I said, Crockett Shivani JR kinda have a little chit chat at the end, but that's it. So Doc, um, you were kinda down on this show when we talked about it a, a second ago at the be- very beginning, you said this this show wasn't your favorite. So why don't you uh give it a rating? I will step out there on that and do that. So you had a couple of jobbers that didn't step up, you didn't have flair, you didn't have Arn. I need those things. Uh, I felt like there was a lot of going through the motions. Um, nothing was terrible. And, hey, let's be clear. It was better than me watching SmackDown last night, which was awful. But this wasn't up to the standard we've been rolling with lately. So I'm going to be uh, I'm gonna be uh, honest about it. And I'm going to have to give that a B-. minus. Wow. Um, I actually, same score, B-. minus. Hopper, what about you? I just want to give it a C+. Plus. All right. Well, we're all in the same range. Yeah. I did. Doc, <laughs> you know, you know how what kind of greater Harper is. Like if, back in the day when we were out chasing ass, you know, you get a girl. She's like, you, you think I'm fat, don't you? Mike and I'd be like, no, no, not at all, baby. You know, it looks good. You look good. Harper would be like, yeah, kind of. 
Yeah, I mean, no. Oh, yeah. I'm torn on a Rolex, though, Doc. No, I'm not. Okay, who are you giving it to? Well, there's contenders, and in the contender spots, you got Sullivan and JJ, and I even think Barry Wyndham deserves some, some consideration. But Corny went into a cake, and he did a long... I mean, he did commentary during the match and the party. So for the entire body of work i'm gonna say corny i'm so torn man there's so many corny hell even stan during the cake ceremony uh jj barry sullivan uh i'm just just for the sake of being different i'm gonna give it to sullivan oh yeah who are you giving yours to hopper to sullivan all right so there you go sullivan gets two from uh hopper and i and doc gave it to corny B minus, but let's be clear. B minus still means better than SmackDown or Raw these days. And there's that. Uh, Hopper gave it a C plus. So, all right. Uh, We forgot to do one thing. If you're listening on a Patreon video at tinyurl.com slash PatreonBTT, download the main show, uh, just the audio version, and we're going to do one more thing. Hopper, um, Doc, you were supposed to feed Hopper a line to tell us about the Impossible Whopper, but you dropped the, the ball on it. Well, I I just got so happy talking about wrestling and Harper's time machine backwards and forwards into the future and the past that I forgot. But, um, you know, we did talk about we've been, we, you know, there's a sensation across the nation was this Popeye's chicken sandwich that, you know, suddenly was mysteriously good. God, that's not me. Was that mysterious, me <laughs> mysteriously out of out of print here. But uh, Harper wants to go in a different direction and uh, tell us about the Impossible Whopper. Now, let me guess if I got this right. Is the just to break kayfabe a little bit here, just for everybody who wants to know how Mike and I are different races and ethnicities, but we're we're kindred spirits. Mike and I's both of our first jobs was at Burger King. Is that correct, Mike? Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's uh, that's what's ironic. Uh, both not to say jobs. Burger King, and not even in the same state, but we right. both worked jobs at, at, in high school at, at Burger King. So um, we have a little bit of history with with the with the old King there. Um, very little of it good, um, but I'm going to say is the Impossible Whopper their attempt at a veggie burger? They don't call it that. Oh, okay. So that sounds like that's part of the lead-in. So I'm going to go ahead and step out of the way. You tell us what the Impossible Whopper is. It's a fucking vegan or a vegetarian hamburger, but they don't want to call it that because they don't want any backlash. So it's called the Impossible Whopper. What what does that mean? Because it tastes like a Whopper, but it's really not a Whopper. And, And my thing is this. Why in the fuck... Would I buy the Impossible Whopper when I'm in the same fucking place for the same price at the same time I can just get a real fucking Whopper? Well, maybe, Hopper, that you made the the conscious decision that eating meat is not good for the environment. Is it? <laughs> and I, I just don't get that. Why would I want the fake thing when I can get the real thing right where I'm fucking standing for the same fucking price. Now, if you're vegan or whatever, if you're into that shit, yeah, I could see why you would get it. 
But if I'm not vegetarian, why the fuck would I want to get that one for the same price right here, right now? I can get the real fucking thing. I, I never. It, it's like I, I was explaining this to someone. It's like if I got the chance to jerk off or fuck, I'm gonna fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the impossible burger is. It is jerking I was, off. I- well, I was going to say, I don't walk into the salad bar and expect a, 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 a hamburger shaped like a salad. Yes, for real. And, and, and I, I, I just don't get why would I want. You see, it's it's. Well, let me tell you what used to happen at Burger King, pal. When somebody came in and said they wanted a vegetarian whopper back when I worked in that kitchen, they got everything put to me. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, does that sound familiar? Say that again, Doc. You got everything in a Whopper except the meat. We just took the meat out. Yeah. Whopper cut the meat. That was your vegetarian Whopper back in the day. That's fucking stupid. It I really is. It. No, and no, we didn't charge, and and you got charged full price for the privilege too. Yeah, like I remember the the because like I remember, and ever, and as we made them, we laughed at the motherfucker who per, who ordered it. Yeah, because like you would say, they would say, "Give me a um," they would say, "Give me a veggie whopper." And I remember the first time I heard it, I would never forget. I was like sitting on it was called backboard. You're on the back. Yeah, front board and backboard, dog. Right, frontboard made whoppers. Backboard made all the other hamburgers and sandwiches that were hamburger based. But no, I there was it was only me because it was late at night. It was only me on board. There was nobody on front. I was I was that means you got them all, pal. You got the whole kitchen. Right, so I was like, I see the thing come up, and I'm like, what the hell is that? A vet, like, because it literally shows on my screen, Veggie Whopper. And the the chick in the drive-thru walks up to me, she goes, she goes, yeah, that's all right. Nobody orders that, but let me tell you what it is. It's basically a Whopper without a without a meat patty. I was like, exactly- are you serious? I said, so put the mayo, the ketchup, the lettuce, tomato, all on a bun and onions and pickles. She goes, yeah, just put a little bit more of each. <laughs> I was like, you mean to tell me you charge people the same and there's no freaking meat on this burger? Yep, yeah, that's so what they stupid. want. But this was this was actually before there was such thing as a veggie patty. Right. So Doc's right. They don't right. tell you what's in it, though. Bro. I mean, what's in it? That's meat. my fucking question. What but the fuck is it? You're asking, you're asking, you're talking about the, the the veggie whopper, but like to me, I can see a market for it because you have people who don't want meat. I understand so that, but right. call it that. Call <laughs> it what it is. It's a it's a veggie burger. Don't call it the impossible fucking whopper, <laughs> because then it makes me ask, what is an impossible whopper? It's a veggie burger. If you call it the veggie burger. It eliminates the question. I was going to say the impossible whopper would be one that doesn't give you the trots and the runs me, the next day, but, <laughs> but, but, but whatever. Let me Just explain why they don't call it the, the veggie burger. Because they did that about five years ago. They had a burger, and it was a veggie burger. I remember it, and I remember them running ads for it. I think they partnered with, um, God, I can't think of the name of this, this veggie company morning but, star yes that's it doc that's it look at me they, look at me 
they partnered with them and they had a veggie burger. It's It's been like five years, maybe even longer. So what they did was they didn't want to call it the veggie burger because from a marketing standpoint, that doesn't generate buzz. But if you say impossible Whopper, it does. It's all a work and it's all marketing. I'm still yeah. trying now, did you go into a Burger King and experience this, or are you just reading about it? Well, about the veggie, the the fucking Impossible Whopper. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not paying for that. I How was the last time? When's the last time you went in a Burger King? Oh God, I I go when I have to take a piss when I when and I'm ate something. Oh no, it's Mike. Been a while, Mike, what? How many times did you pull a ridiculously old chicken sandwich out of the, the little broiler thing and go, yeah, close enough and serve that shit? Nightly. I used to get the, uh, <laughs> that, 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 uh, the fucking chicken sandwich. Yeah, it's good if you cook it fresh, but <laughs> you better make sure somebody's cooked that thing in the last two hours. Right. You actually not you, to Here's it. the thing. Okay, let me explain to everybody out of here. Here's your BTT PSA of the night. That if you've never worked in a food service job, you don't know how perilous your situation is every time you eat outside of your home. Man. I used to work at Domino's. I've worked at Domino's. I've worked at Burger King. I've worked at Red Lobster. I've worked at Papa John's. I've worked at Mr. Gaddy's Pizza. Uh, I worked at a a high-scale four-star restaurant. That's the only place. I worked at a four-star restaurant in a hotel, and that's the only place where there was some pride and (laughs) there was some craftsmanship and the food was delicious. But let me tell you something. And this is the point I'm going to make. Mike, what year did you start at Burger King? 93. What was your your hourly wage? Uh, I think... Three eighty five, maybe four dollars. Yeah, I think because I started in ninety, and I want to say I made like three thirty five to start, and I got a raise after a couple of months. And I it was so small I didn't even notice it, and they had to point it out to me because I was <laughs> like, "Oh, okay, thanks." So just remember that you're putting your life. Your your life and everybody you know that's with you is life in the hands of somebody who ain't getting paid enough to give a shit about anything. <laughs> about anything. Cleanliness, cooking it right, cleaning their hands, giving a shit, none of that. I, I can't add nothing to it. <laughs> and in the four-star restaurant, you know what? Because most waiters and waitresses make what two thirteen an hour, but they had the good sense to pay us like seven bucks an hour plus tips at the hotel. So guess what? We dressed up in our dress shirts, and we gave great service. But you get what you pay for it, and the, every place that you go eat ain't paying their help, and so their help don't give a shit. <laughs> so you can get an impossible whopper you can get a possible whopper but you're taking your life in your hands i'm telling you 
I worked in a restaurant. This is probably a patron episode at some point. I worked in a restaurant where the sewer line backed up into the kitchen and it was so the water sewer water was so high that we took the drink crates that held the crates that <laughs> held the glass drinking glasses and turned them over so we had a place to walk above the sewer water and we didn't close down and we had a full restaurant. I've I've heard that full story. It is a patron episode. You just gave you just gave away the most of it though, but it was very no, no I didn't because there's there's twists and turns. So I'm telling you, and then and then you go eat somewhere with Lafonda, Mrs. Doc. She just start getting sideways at the wait staff. I'm like, you need to shut the fuck up. I'm like, I ain't with her. I ain't with her. Y'all be good to me. I'm gonna tip twenty percent here, and she's a loudmouth. I ain't dealing with this. I love y'all. Because that's what you really need to do is piss off somebody that doesn't give a shit to begin with. Man. No, I I, I treat weight staff. 20% unless you fuck up. I tip well all the time. And I, tr- and I will, unless you just disrespect me, which never happens, um, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to treat you well because... Uh, you, you are in possession of the food coming to my table for some time coming straight from that kitchen. So I ain't trying to make you mad. Harper, your next it. step is you got to go to a Burger King and, and order one of these. And Michael sends you the BTT credit card so that you can expense it on your expense account. But you need to go eat one and report back on what it's like. He ain't here anymore, is he? Harper, did we lose you? No, yeah, I mean, like, I mean, why jerk off when I could fuck? I'm telling you, Mike's going to buy it on the corporate card. He's going to buy it on the corporate card. I just don't get it. It's like the whole point of I could see eating that if that's all there was to eat. Yeah, then I'll get it. No, no, so here's – let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. I've heard this before. I got vegetarian friends. If you're vegetarian and you're committed to it, you can't just eat meat. It'll make you sick, man. You can't just sit down and have a hamburger if you haven't had a, any meat in two or three years. It'll make you real ill. Well, so that's the problem. I get that because I eat meat too, pal. I love a steak. I love hamburgers. I eat it all, man. I don't give a shit. What is it? Chris Rock said, I'll eat a pig's ass if you cook it right. <laughs> but but what I'm, what I'm saying is, Let's say you take your grandkids there, or, you know, your your nephew, and they're like, because they got to have a fucking happy meal or whatever. Now you got an option. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I understand that, but don't but fucking call it that. Okay, so it's not it's not the fact that they're serving it; it's what they've called it that's got yes. you so hot. And I just it's yeah, call it that. Just call it what it is. It's okay. a vegetarian fucking Whopper. Just call it the way it is. Well, if it's a veggie Whopper, then it's where Mike, people like Mike and I would just take the meat out and give you the rest of the Whopper. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how we, that's how we were trained. Oh, man. How many times, man, how many times after you learned what it was and you're back there making them that you just shook your head like, man, what a moron when you made those <laughs> veggie Whoppers. It's I just lettuce like, and tomato, huh? I just was like, well, no, well, dude, well, it ain't healthy because it's iceberg lettuce and mayonnaise and yeah. pickles and onion. There ain't nothing healthy and bread, white bread. There ain't nothing. Yeah, I mean, the tomato, the tomato qualifies because it's got some 
some pro- nutritious properties, but it's like well, what, they they yeah, used to tell us anything in it. They used to tell us because it was because it was a uh, quote unquote veggie whopper. They used to tell us back then, like I mean, you, you, the mayo and ketchup you put on it was like normal, but they would say. You know, put a put extra tomato. Not they, the 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 restaurant, the store, the manager would say, put extra tomato, extra lettuce, extra pickles, extra onions. So like, you put more than you put on a regular Whopper. But at the end of the day, it's still literally a bun with lettuce, tomato, pickles, and onions, and mayo and ketchup on it, which just sounds totally disgusting. It's a fucking it's a it's a lettuce sandwich, right? <laughs> Look, man, I was poor. I've eaten a mayo sandwich before, all right? Which ain't the worst thing on the planet. But I never put mayo and lettuce and tomato and pickles and onions together as a sandwich. And you didn't um, try to convince me it was a hamburger either. I got <laughs> to show y'all something before we wrap up because this is hilarious. I, I just happened to be – I pulled up my Twitter to see something. And I think I've seen one of the funniest tweets ever. And uh, I got to show it to Hopper because I know he's going to laugh his ass off. So here it is. Um, and, Doc, uh, I want you all to see this. And here it is. When the magic is about to happen and she says, go turn off the lights. <laughs> Look at this gorilla. <laughs> I don't like it uh, completely dark. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what I'm dealing with, man. Me too. <laughs> I'm with you, Harper. That I goes back. You don't want. You don't. You don't want to. You don't want to open up your Whopper wrapper and see any extra meat in there, right? I mean, like I, I, I like the lights dim. Like turn off the main light, but keep you know keep the fucking lamp on. I like. I like. Oh, I turn on the bathroom light and keep the door open. <laughs> I'm with I'm with Harper on this one. Man, yeah. Harper's preaching, man. I don't want the lights completely off. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. I'm not nocturnal. <laughs> All right. Well... <laughs> I gotta look go. At, <laughs> look at this gorilla. <laughs> I know. Gorilla. I, I'm still thinking about the, the newscast picture I showed you yesterday about gorillas. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was terrible. That was dirty. That was. Did you hear about this, Harper? Uh-uh. In Oklahoma City, there was this blonde white girl and a black dude on the news, and they went out to the Oklahoma City Zoo to show something, and it was a oh, gorilla. No. And they came back. He goes, she goes, that kind of looks like you. Jesus. Yeah, Jesus is get, right. Did she get fired? She had to get fired, Doc. Doc, did we lose you? He's still on. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't read the article. Doc read it. She had, she gave a tearful apology the next day. Um, she didn't get fired. Did she, had, did she had made some inappropriate and insensitive remarks that she could learn from and continue to learn and grow from? How do you well, accidentally say that? Jesus. I mean, that's like, one of those things. That's one of those things that it's like that came from a place where it was okay in your brain somewhere. Right. The and then, like- hold on, hold on. And you said it 
during a news broadcast. We're not talking about sitting at the bar, Hopper. This yeah, broad no, said huh? it on the news. I mean, that would be like if, okay, maybe it's good if like Mike and I are down at the bar and he's having a henny and I'm drinking a beer and I go, man, you're one of the good ones, Mike. But we're talking about on a, at, down at the J-O-B, man. Yeah. And it's not even broadcast. And it's supposed to be an educated person. <laughs> Mike and I, Mike and I, speak in severe kayfabe Kazarni at work just to try to prevent those kinds of things. Boy, do we. and we and we ain't going out over the air. Boy, you ain't kidding. Everybody's got a nickname, including everybody's, Harper. Everybody's got a nickname. Everybody, it's not even funny how many. If every worker literally has a nickname no one Every gets one called by their real name <laughs> no one we got it even Har- even harper when we're talking about the show we got somebody named k what's my work name uh we can't say that over you can't, can't say it on the air man that uh, gives yeah. up the seat you can't break kayfabe yeah it's not that we, bad yeah it's yours is yours is really nothing bad i mean put it this way we got somebody named doofus <laughs> <laughs> we got it. We got it. We got somebody named Kayfabe. We got we got somebody named Bobby Eaton. So you know that must be somebody we really really <laughs> like, Bobby Eaton. Um, we had a Tim Horner gone. We got uh, we got we got a Tim Horner. Yeah, a new a new Horner. A we new had a Mysterio Horner. with a new Mysterio. We're about to have new new Mysterio. Yeah, we're gonna have Mysterio the third soon, bro. What the yeah. hell? It's getting confusing sometimes, but yeah, everybody's got a Kayfabe name. Texas All right, let's get Filipinos. the hell out of here. What? That's your turn for Latinos? Nope. Uh, no, it has not. It has nothing. Neither, to do that. Myster- neither Mysterio has been Latina or Latino. Yeah. yeah, neither, 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 neither Mysterio. And there's layers to this shit. Yeah, it's a lot of thought. Believe it or not. Anyway, all right. So. Uh, before we get out of here, remember, become a patron at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. It is a great way to support this show. You get 200-plus Patreon-only shows uh, to listen to at your we have some. Hey, we choice. have some more planned. We've just been running through some hard times lately. Hard times, baby. But, you know, the world-class shows are up. The ECW shows are up. Um, there's... Tons of other shows that are up as well, along with the video reviews at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Also, uh, don't forget to uh, use the Amazon referral link, tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Great way to support this show on an ongoing basis. You can buy anything and everything off of the Amazon. And please give that link to the wives, girlfriends, hoes, and side pieces of your life. Tell them to use it. And before we get out of here... I want to make sure I shout out some friends of mine. The Wrestling Podcast About Nothing with ROH's Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett. They do their show every single Monday. It's a great show. Go check them out. Really, really good stuff over there that they're doing. Speaking of ROH, ROH broke some news. I was glad to hear. I've been yeah. wanting to break this news. Uh, glad to help them out with this. October 12th, ROH is going to be in New Orleans. That's right, New Orleans. ROH is there. And I think a little birdie may have told me that there may be a Wildcat guy or two there, but I don't know. I'll let Hopper tell right. if I'm right or wrong. Am I right or wrong? I, yeah, October 12th, dog, at the UNO well, Lakefront Arena. There you go, October 12th, UNO Lakefront Arena. ROH will be there. Glad to see that I could play a small part in hooking that up, and that's all I'll say. Uh, so, good job. And um, Malonis, I'm not sure if I can make it down to New Orleans, but uh, you guys have fun and enjoy New Orleans while you're there on the trip. 
Uh, also, check out Our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast with, with uh, Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. Those shows support us, so please support them. We'd appreciate it. That's all we got. Been long, long, long show. So, Hopper, uh, hit that tagline and take us home. Fuck it, bitch. Before we get out of here, I want to shout out a couple of people, friends of the show. Also want to shout out some Patreon members and thank them for their patronage. Uh, before I do all that, like I said, a couple of friends of the show and podcasts that we hope you support. Check out the wrestling podcast about nothing with Brian Malonis from ROH and Mike Crockett. They do their show every single Monday. Monday mornings, the shows drop. They talk current and classic wrestling, along with some indie stuff, too. But it's a good show. They're friends of mine. So please support them because they support us. Also, check out our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast run by buddies of mine, Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, as they give their take on the northern side of pro wrestling's history. Slightly classier, definitely more professional than we are. Thank you, Joe and Quinn, for all of your plugs. We appreciate it. Also, check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Pru and JV. They do their show. I believe their shows are dropping on Wednesdays these days. I keep forgetting, but uh, they're basically breaking down the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. So check out Mike and JV as they do their thing. Great show. And also Mike and JV do the ECW Extreme Livecast on our Patreon feed at the $5 level. So good guys doing some good work, and I appreciate it, Mike and JV. Thank you for all of your support. And like I said, I want to thank all the Patreon members out there for their support and patronage. We really appreciate it. We do two shows a week that are free. And then in addition to that, we do more because of you guys. And we appreciate that. So thanks for supporting this show. Uh, it's definitely a great thing that you do for us and, and supporting us. I mean, I can't say it enough. I'm eternally grateful for all the patrons we have. And as I'm talking about being eternally grateful, shout out to the Hall of Fame patrons. Kevin Carter, Michael Angel, Bob Richards, Rocky Swayzo, Christopher Champer, Will Harkey, Robbie Dyson, Rick Beebe, Brad Dunife, and Tom Schlegel, Coach Joey Chase, a.k.a. Willie Chase, Steve Malbasa, LaRon Brown, Kenny Byersdorf, Glenn Abbott, at GA Russell Note on Twitter, Bobby Murray, Marlon Mueller, a.k.a. at Half Pints Point, 
Keep cutting them promos, kid. I know you would love when I say that. Josh Warren, Everett Starr, Mike Childry, Kyle Riley, Disrespectfully Classy, Marky Blasty, Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, the great John Dean at YRC21, Josh Dunn, Ryan and Auburn, at Ryan and Auburn, that is, on Twitter. Good old Justin, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Marecci, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Myers, Gerald Green, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Prue, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pageant, Bill Salsa, Big Rich, at Spy Boy Sports Cap, R.E. Miller, 39, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinosa, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andretti, Coleman 822, Marty Howell, T-Hog 94, God Bold Unreal. Thanks for being Hall of Fame patrons. That list is getting longer and longer. And I appreciate it. Thank you for your patronage. And thank you for being Hall of Fame patrons and supporting this show and everything we do. That's all I got. Thank you again, guys. We appreciate it. Have a great rest of your day and week and whenever or month or whenever you're listening to this. Thank you very much. And like Harper always says before we get out of here, book it, bitch.